Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Taciturn. But I just read this and it's pronounced taciturn. Taciturn? That changes everything. Oh, that's less fun. Taciturn. Did your did your word have to do with the Oh or... yeah, yeah. You entirely hinged upon whether it's taciturn or taciturn. It's taciturn, which is Taciturn. Wow, I should have hit that before. Uh temperamentally, not temporary, temperamentally disinclined to talk. Do you have anything right. to say, or are you out now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't really have a specific game to go along with it, but I had, like, an idea that I wanted to integrate into something somehow. Okay. Um, because a lot of the games, there's a few games that I really, really like that regulate speech. And as a person who took, was an English language major for, like, a semester, um, it, it fascinates me um, because there are games like the game, Hanabi, the mind, concept, imagine, stuff like this where they have specific rules about what you can or cannot say or whether you can talk at all. Yep. Um, magic maze, uh, that kind of stuff. And regulating speech is really, really hard because I think the rules are can be bent and language is so flexible that even two people who don't speak the same language can communicate with each other. So trying to regulate speech between players speaking the same language is even more difficult. So for example, in the game, you can't give concrete information about stuff in your hand. You can't say I have a 78 and a 56 and that kind of stuff. But when you are playing the game, you can give you can basically say what is in your hand without explicitly saying what is in your hand. And so it's really hard to draw that line. Yeah. And so I wanted to think about stuff in games that you could control, that you could solidly say, yes, you are breaking the rules or no, you are within the rules. And so specifically, you can choose who to talk to by specifically taking them into another room, ensuring that no one else can hear you and you can talk freely there. So you can control who you talk to or when you can talk. So things like Magic Maze, you can only talk when certain things happen. And so I really like those two concepts, and especially the going into a different room. I always like uh, in two rooms in a boom or diplomacy, you have a specific war room that you can go and discuss and do all that. That's so and cool. so, like, yeah, using the space rather than table space uh, when it comes to languages. Very interesting to me. I have nothing to go with it. <laughs> I have nothing to to give, but um, I would love to have some more language based stuff in my game design. I tried to explore that in my game, Sixty Seconds to Save the World, and the way I did it was. You could, you couldn't talk at all. I believe, and I'm I might be mistaking an earlier version with the with the release version, but you couldn't say anything about mm-hmm. what you about your hand. You could talk about other things, but you couldn't say what your strategy was or what was in your hand unless you paid to talk. So it was yeah, a fax was was showing one other person a card in your hand or giving it to them, 
and it was thematically effects, so it was sending something, not receiving, just sending. And then you could do mm-hmm. a press conference where it was a, a you initiate a one-way conversation of you telling everybody everything. And that kind of yeah. was there from the beginning of the game all the way through to the for the production. And it's so funny because one of the reviews was just like, who faxes anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, well, just, it's, it's set like in the late 70s. Yeah, kind of Cold War era. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> but it was one of those like BGG reviews. Really, that was their that was their sticking point. Yeah, it was like you can't reply to it, and nor you sh- nor should you. But <laughs> it, I actually got a kick out of that. Nice. Um, so I went in a very, very, very different direction. Okay. And thought of the player as the person who, or actually, the game is the taciturn. And what it mm. was is. And I even have a name and an acronym already. But it was a series of adventure games that are played solo using possibly dice, pen and paper, or even like printed paper. But it's just all just stuff that you can get yourself. But the mm-hmm. the, the whole gist of it all was that it requires some sort of music player and a set of headphones. And there's a story that's going to go on. And the story is going to say, for example, uh, maybe a murder mystery set inside like a space freighter or whatever. So the murder mystery is happening. You're listening to it, and you are being silent. In maybe you're on a train, maybe you're, you know, uh, with family, but you are just being unnormally silent, listening to this, chilling in your zone, and playing these games. So the way it's hmm. going to work is it's going to tell you. It's going to be very adventure story based. It's going to it's going to tell you the introduction to the story. It's going to go through a whole, probably a short. A uh, little like chapter or, or, or passage or whatever, and then it's going to tell you as that starts to close the things that you need to do. You need to roll certain dice. You need to use certain resources, and then it pauses and you pause it and do all your little actions. If you mm. survive and don't run out of whatever the lose conditions are, you hit play again and it picks up where it left off and goes into the next uh, setting or, or chapter or whatever. And if, Interesting. if you don't survive, you turn it off. You've, you've lost. You don't know what happens from there. You could start it over. You have information now so you know a little bit about how to prepare better. Uh, the, the sense of uh, you know, mystery of that first chapter is gone or as far as you got. But you can like, learn from your mistakes and, and take a second go at it. And the name that mm. I have is Play and Pause Adventures which is Papa. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I got really excited about this and started writing down notes. I'm a terrible like story writer. I'm a terrible mm-hmm. anything writer. Even my notes on this are written terribly. But um, huh. I, I was like, if I knew somebody who could make a dramatic story, I would totally try this out and then record like a, you know, with some sound effects and some voice acting and everything mm-hmm. and see if it works. Interesting. I got really That's excited a- about that. Yeah. That sounds super cool. But it started so all... So would, there, would oh, you yeah. imagine that there would be like an actual rule book or would everything you need be an audio file? I want everything in the audio file. I want it to like... Yeah. Almost like a, like the first chapter or the first thing is like a like a tutorial on a video game. Yeah, it's like a play-along podcast. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Play-along podcast. Yeah. Which is also yeah, you Papa... Could have, you, could have different, <laughs> uh, you could have different outcomes. Like let's say... it. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a win-lose condition. They get to a pause point and they have to choose, and then they go to a certain episode. So you upload all the all the episodes at once, and then they have to go to a specific episode to listen to and start from there. That's interesting. So I definitely didn't like have any kind of like that's like definitely more choose your own adventure. 
Um, oh yeah. Or you would stop and then decide where to go. That's cool. But still, but, yeah, like but uh, linear, linear-wise, I think that that makes a lot more sense because you have a lot more control and you can refine it. And instead of having all these branches, like if if you're gonna go for a first adventure, like a linear story is oh, probably yeah. the way to go. That's so what I thought it was basically the story's written and we know how it ends. You don't know how mm. it ends, but the question is, can you end it? Um, yeah. Play a long podcast, and then I'm still going to throw adventures on so we can use Papa. Yeah. Play nice. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, That's pretty neat. I don't know. I got, I got, but here's where it came from was just like, I was thinking of, of a game where you are a person on a train or you are a person at your job, ignoring everybody else. And like mm-hmm. everybody else wants to chat and you don't want to chat. And huh. that doesn't sound like a good game, but it sounds like a good setting to play a game in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like some someone could run a whole Patreon just off m- making play-along podcasts. All right, I'm on like it. That, that could be their thing. All right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do this again next week then. Okay, sounds great. See ya. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.